Hello and welcome to the Behind the Artist podcast with Park West Gallery. I'm Gallery Director Morris Shapiro. If you'd like to view works of the artists I'm interviewing and learn more about them, please visit our podcast site with links to more content at parkwestgallery.com forward slash podcast. International art dealer Park West Gallery is proud to present our new podcast series, Behind the Artist. Each episode will be talking to popular contemporary artists to learn the stories and inspiration behind their extraordinary artwork and fascinating careers. This is Behind the Artist. It's no frills, just real and deep conversation. I'm Maura Shapiro, and I hope you enjoy this journey into the life and art of Chaba Marcus. So you go to California, and you struggle. You live in your car. Yeah, in the in the viewpoint in the American value system, I am struggled, but actually I was happy because I was free. That right. was the most important thing. Nobody <laughs> they charge me, no nobody after me. So, uh, so yeah, financially I was struggling. Yeah, but spiritually I was flying. I was so happy, and people were were different as the Hungarians. Everybody was was suspicious. Uh, you know, they, they they did not like me because probably my clothes, my hair, everything was a little bit hippie, you know, that mm-hmm. looks like hooligan or something. Yeah. What and year was this? Well, I came here 78. 78, okay. Long time, uh-huh. yeah. now 40 years. And uh, financially I was very down because I want to bring my family. I had my girlfriend and uh, a little kid, but we did not marry because if we marry, then they closing her down. Mm-hmm. That's the only way, legally, you know, we are not together. Mm-hmm. So she have a chance to, mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, get get passport. Mm-hmm. But I want to bring the family. That was very important for me, and uh, because I did not have too much money, uh, I I I start making money to painting a art studio, uh, mm-hmm. manufacturing pictures, mm-hmm. commercial pictures, but. I did not had enough money to have an apartment and you know uh, uh, save money for for the airplane ticket and mm-hmm. things for my family. So I said no. Then I will sleep in my car. I was working every day ten hours and sleep in the car. And sometimes I was so poor, actually I did not have gasoline. So I was parking in the workplace parking lot. And then, and then, end of the workday, I went to sleep. And morning, when I heard, you know, people opening the door, that was my wake. My wake. <laughs> it was your luck. Oh my God! I don't need gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> you just stayed in the parking lot. Yeah, I just stayed in the parking lot. <laughs> and and uh, what was your budget? The, my budget was uh, six dollars uh, every week. Six dollars. Six dollars. Uh-huh. I bought, uh, uh, you know, a, a sack of potato. Uh-huh. Mongolian milk and two expired Wonder Bread because that was half price, <laughs> and and that was okay. You know, uh, my my uh, art studio, actually uh, where I worked, had microwave. They had microwave, so I put and that was very good. You know, you, you put a little salt. That is good. Potato. Uh-huh. This American <laughs> food. You know, that's very good. But in the weekend. I, 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 there was no microbe, so I eat raw potato, but mm. it was okay because the nutrition there. <laughs> Who cares, you know, what is the taste, you know? It looks like I taste same as the rabbit eating the, uh, you know, the potato, you know, so, so what? 
I am Mamor. They are Mamor. I've heard you talk about when you would, would stay in different neighborhoods in your car too. You would sleep in yes. different neighborhoods. That yeah, was that problem. was North Los Angeles. Uh, and uh, and every day I had problem to sleep in the safe area because when you sleep you should not be afraid you know that is very 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 strange you know you sleep very bad area you don't know what will happen so always I spent lots of time to find a safe street and I don't know what's happening with the American uh, homeowners but they don't like when you park front of their homes for three days and nobody coming out of the car. Just morning he go away and, and, and I'm very loyal to coming back the same, the same place. Same place. So, so, so sometimes the, the, the neighborhood, the, 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 the strong man came together and they want to interview me. And they was, was shaking the, the doors of the, my car, tried to open and they said, uh, uh, I know you are there. And I was quiet. I knew I am there. I, I did not do anything wrong, so I did not do anything. Just, just made the shaking end. <laughs> so, so one day, I had a conversation with myself, and I, I and I told myself, Chaba, you are homeless. That is your choice because you want to save money. But, but why you go through this so much uh, uh, struggle? Uh, why are you homeless a city, uh, shitty neighborhood? Why not you go the best and, and start be homeless there? <laughs> Upscale homeless. Upscale homeless, yeah. So I know the best address in the, that time. You know, I was here a couple of months. So then the next morning I went there and I start my, uh, my new homeless life in a better neighborhood. <laughs> and actually this is a very, very fine neighborhood and, st and, and uh, now still, uh, still staying there. The difference, I have the beautiful million dollar uh, paid home and uh, a huge studio in the same street. Same neighborhood, same, <laughs> same street. Neighborhood. That's the American dream right there, right? Yes. Yeah. So you're making art and you're painting, obviously you're working very hard. Um, you didn't sign your name, your real name on your paintings for how long? You know, the, uh, you, I was painting for economic surviving. Mm -hmm. So I painted whatever people wanted. Mm -hmm. That is the difference, the commercial art and the fine art. Mm -hmm. When you're making commercial art, you paint for other people's needs. Mm -hmm. When you are fine art, you painting for your needs, what your spirit, your philosophy, your message, the content. But in that time, that was uh, irrelevant, that I want to survive, mm -hmm. but I want to survive with painting. So I painted hundred and hundred paintings and sold it. Mm -hmm. But I did not want to mix up my life and career, so I never signed in my, my real name. I had fiction name, but I will not reveal even you ask me now. <laughs> <laughs> but and you didn't feel that your work had really was really fully flowered either at that time, right? You're still. Oh, you know, I, le I was learning. Yeah. I did not uh, not find my 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 own message and yeah. style, yeah. and I, I I my skill was better and better and better. But uh, but uh, but I signed fiction in for fifteen years. Fifteen years. Wow. Wow. And then you began to sign your own name and show your work, and almost immediately you became 
incredibly successful, right? You were yes. having gallery shows all over the world. Yes, that was very interesting, actually. This is the story that lots of artists can learn. Because always the people uh, or told me when I showed my pink pictures and sold, oh, that is interesting, that is nice. But, but I started making very sophisticated art, and actually I tell you one thing, how I find my style. Because I painted so many commercial artwork, I was burned out. Mm. I could paint anything very fast. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was in the, uh, my original country, I was painting Mona Lisa's and selling uh, the, for the commercial market. And uh, here, you know, I, I work in American big commercial studio and, and I painted hundred and hundred paintings. And, uh, but that was not me. I did not find myself. So why I should sign my name? Actually, in the Dutch studio there was, was, was 20 artists and we, we signed the same name. Oh. <laughs> Lee Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we, we recognized who is big. Everybody a little bit uh, signed different, differently. Yeah. But uh, now I'm seeing an internet. Oh, I have an original Lee Reynolds painting. <laughs> 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 you wonder which one it was. So the big break came when, when I said, Chaba, this is not the way. You know, you, you want to be a great artist. That is not the way. You should really change your life because you work, you earn money, but it's not what you want. So I got a big art history book. Mm. And from the Stone Age, I started seeing the art. Mm. And I make notes selections, think over the philosophy and everything. And I went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, the contemporary to, to the beginning of the art, and I stopped in the middle, the higher renaissance. Mm -hmm. That was tasteful, mm -hmm. wonderful magic what they did, mm -hmm. very aesthetic. After that, what, after that, what style came? The Baroque? Mm -hmm. Rococo, that is, mm -hmm. that is, that was not the way. Mm -hmm. So I realized the Renaissance, the pure, pure, pure diamonds, treasures. I should be a Renaissance artist. In the, that time, I was burned out with the contemporary art because I tried one also. I had actually exhibition. I had museum exhibition with my contemporary art. Mm. Actually, that was very funny. I, 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 I did not put my real name on They said, why not you put your real name? You are in the museum of exhibition. And I could not explain it, it just I did not yeah. want it. And they published me, and, and, and I, I, I put in the fake name. Yeah. I just knew that is not me. That does yeah. not help me. So, I want to decide, decide. And when I find the Renaissance, I was a little bit scared. Because not this progress. You yeah. are going back, Chapa. Right. You are going back. Why not you doing in the, the progressive art, the next art? Mm -hmm. But already I was in the, this country uh, for 15 years. And I surprised the art in America and art news. The magazines. And they feed me and feed me and I did not get it. I want to make sense what is inside. Mm -hmm. But I could not make sense. And you know, one day I was throwing the garbage and never read, read 
anymore mm-hmm. with the, mm-hmm. the art in the America. Um, I was uncles. listening myself. I was reading myself, right. not other people's thoughts. Yeah. Not a, 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 you know that was. Uh, I, I I don't want to to describe what was my thought in the, that time. What is that? So then I said. Chaba, listen yourself, your spirit. You know the art history, you know the history, you have a life experience, you know what you want to do. Just make a decision. And then I said, I will be brave enough to make a renaissance. But it looks like commercial, mm-hmm. but it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that is the highest form of the uh, fine art. Mm-hmm. The narrative of painting. Yeah. So we came all the way back to the first question I asked you about, you know, viewing your art 500 years from now, right? You want to have that same authenticity, right? That same authority of the great Renaissance painters. Uh, the other night when I introduced you, I was talking about that quote from Hemingway, where he said that he was giving advice to young writers, and he said that you should never look at your contemporaries, never compare yourself to your contemporaries. You'll learn nothing. Compare yourself to the greats the ones who stood the test of time, because that's where you'll grow and become a, a really you know, true artist. Isn't that great advice? You know, I, I, I hope I hear this 25 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I, I did exactly that. Uh, you exactly. did, you did, yeah, you did. Tell me about the idea about destroying your art, because the first time I came to your studio, I saw these strips of canvas that were hanging on the wall, and they were chunks of paintings, and I thought you were making little strips of paintings to collage them into other works or something, weave them in, and you said, no, that's, those are uh, paintings I destroyed, and I was just shocked. You, you, you spend how many hours making a painting and how valuable they are? We sell your paintings for, you know, six-figure prices, and you chop them up into pieces, so... Tell, tell our, our, our quizzical yeah. listeners why you Actually, would do that's that. very logical, very logical what I did. I want to be a great painter. I was proud, I wanted to be proud of what I am doing. But how you can be proud when you are not satisfied with one, the quality of the art? Because when you want to cook even, sometimes uh, and you cook beautiful food and sometimes you screw up, you put too much salt or you burn. That's happening with the painting also, you're making mm-hmm. accidents. Mm-hmm. And some people just release it. I don't want to release I want to making masterpieces, not paintings. So I made the qualification, this is masterpiece or just a painting. We don't need more painting. We have enough painting. This is why the Italians never invited other artists to an exhibition. <laughs> because they have so much masterpieces, they don't need any more. <laughs> there are so many million people who go to Italy to watch their old art, the Renaissance art. They don't need new art. They don't, you know, the world don't need just, they don't need art. They need masterpieces. Because the masterpieces that move your soul and shake you and, and, and open a new horizon. So I want to do with every of my pieces. Always I told myself, Chaba, you should not making good paintings. You should not making great paintings. You should making magic every time. And when I'm making magic, people realize that. It's no matter what is the educational level. People know what is the magical sure. art. Yeah, you can't put your finger on it, but you know what it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. And they start crying, shaking, falling in love. 
you need a good painting, they don't do that. Maybe they buying for decorative re reason or, or their mind buying because they need a painting or they should co collect something or they should uh, self-graduating themselves, they want a uh, award. But the magic masterpieces really make you happy. Mm -hmm. You are alive. You, you start hope even better better future. Actually, it's very interesting. I am always analyzing what I am doing, and I realized every stroke, everything that we are doing is a, a communication. And if I communicate with you, you will react it. You will identify, you will, you will relate. Relate. You will relate. Oh, this is the cheating card. <laughs> The thing is, if you don't relate, that is not affect you. So every art should impact you. If not impact you, and if impact you, you just one part of your brain. This is not art. This is why the pornography is never art. And also uh, the conceptual art. The, my my point of view is not masterpieces. Art. I'm not questioning. They are art, but they use in the mind. That is not a masterpiece, mm -hmm. because they, they they put words and messages. That is not a, a art form. That is just a message. They using your uh, one particular part of your brain. When you see, you know, you you you, you told me you don't point it at what is the wonderful a magical art, but. Just fantastic. As the uh, uh, all this, you know, the, the for, uh, really uh, fantastic songs. It's no matter how many times you hear, you are happy. Mm -hmm. And you, and 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 I don't know how they did it, but they did it. Mm -hmm. And forever we, we will be happy. Same should be the art. Why we waste our time and energy? Why not we make make really magical art? Magical music. We should not compromise. So that is my my uh, my answer. Why I destroy my artwork? Mm -hmm. It's not magical. I am destroying. Mm -hmm. If I put my my signature her, her there, I should be proud. But when you finish a painting and you, you put the uh, signature, you don't know it's magical. Because for for me that is just a painting, and I'm criticizing, analyzing. But how do I know how it will affect people? So I should put in the display, and I need the feedback from the the, the client and from the collectors. Uh, what is their feeling? How successful? And one successful things selling. Mm -hmm. That is really showing what is good, good, yeah. good, good art. People when you have a good art, then many people want. Mm -hmm. actually, actually, there is a statistic about uh, Renoir paintings, because Renoir made good painting and not good painting, mm -hmm. every artist. And after 100 years, the, the, the auction price is showing the great pieces appreciate better as right. the not great pieces. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the, the sales figure actually in the secondary market showing what is the real value of the art. Right. I've heard you say too that in other art forms you can't often take the work back. Like if you make a bad movie or you make a bad album or you make a publish a bad book, 
but you can take the art back. You can take it back if it's not collected and you you don't want it in the world. You destroy it. I'm lucky. <laughs> you are lucky you can take I'm it I'm lucky back. I can discriminate myself. <laughs> can make sure everything that's in the world is at the highest level. I uh, watched you destroy a painting right in front of me one time. We had this very beautiful, large painting. It must have been... I don't know, 72 inches, you know, horizontal painting by maybe 60 or something. And it was, we, we tried to uh, find a home for it for about a year. And I remember you and I were talking about it, and you were thinking maybe you'll take it back to your studio, because parts of it just didn't seem to be integrated. It was, it was more kind of a separated kind of thing. And so we were looking at it in the locker one afternoon, and you said to my uh, coordinator, you asked him to go get you a, a, a blade. A knife. big knife yeah, from the kitchen. Yeah, from the kitchen. <laughs> And you took that knife and you sliced that painting right in half and chopped up all the little pieces. You cut the whole half of the painting out of it, sliced them up into little pieces. And we, it was a $100,000 painting. And also, I was happy, not angry, because <laughs> you know, somebody hearing that they did, so I yeah. am... I you, know, am <laughs> you were laughing about I'm it. I'm a serial yeah. Yeah. A, 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 a painting killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. painting killer. <laughs> so I did not... Uh, I, don't, I don't know how many hours you spent on that painting. It was a oh, big painting. one year. Yeah, yeah. One year, but one it's year. no matter... Yeah, yeah. No matter how many hours people <laughs> making music and, and bomb, you know. <laughs> they, they, they invest really on dollars. Uh -huh. You know yeah. what is not not magica right. that is not magica. Right. We manufacturing everything, even art we manufacturing. Mm -hmm. But we are creative people. Mm -hmm. We can make magic. Yes. We yes. can be creators. Yeah. And the quality of the creation uh, sh uh, should be uh, uh, different. You, right. right. you should try to making the best. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never forget that experience. Talk about Leonardo for me. I know Leonardo is if not your singular hero, one of your, your most important artistic heroes. What is about Leonardo that yeah, so inspires you? you? you when you are a teenager and, and, and you, you love rock idols, you want to dress the same, have the same hair, do everything, but you can to identify yourself and be related to that idol. For me, I don't know. Leonardo was was some uh, light tower for me. That showed me the direction. There's no question he was a genius. He did so many things. Actually, he wrote a uh, a, a letter to the uh, uh, Prince of Milano and uh, a recommendation letter, and he. Wrote, I can making maps, making lands, and uh, and uh, making musical instrument, and and that was the end of the letter. They said, and I can paint also. <laughs> Do you know that he was an appraiser? He appraised. My art? gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that everybody collected art, yeah. so somebody yeah. should handle. Yeah. So he was he was an expert in valuation, and, and he actually actually. You know, the prince hired him and and gave him money and room and board and everything, but the prince asked him to making a party decoration. So think about that. Mm -hmm. He he finished twelve paintings in his life, mm -hmm. but he painted lots of party lots decorations. Of decorations. And I oh. saw that. That's incredible yeah. wall painting yeah. and everything. And he made robots. When it was not electrical engine or motor or anything, right, yeah. 
and it was somehow you know he could move that and things and there was a, a walking uh, a, a character and opened the breast and some flying in mechanical bird came out. <laughs> think about that 500 years mm -hmm. ago yeah he was total genius that is no question right and he approached the earth with his scientific mind a genius mind mm -hmm. and and uh, he wrote two notebooks very thick notebooks he wrote down everything actually about what he did uh, what angle the light should hit the face you should hire a musician so the mother feel good and her face is changing mm -hmm. when listening to music. And I learned that looks like a Bible, mm -hmm. you know, every line. And I, I try to learn and uh, get the secrets. Mm -hmm. So uh, I don't know if we don't have idols, then what we follow? Mm -hmm. if, exactly. If we, if we don't have light towers, what we really follow? You paint women mostly. You do paint men, but in, usually in the form of, of horses, right? Symbolic of men, and you paint your self-portrait among most of your paintings. But um, you need to talk about women. It's important for you to talk about why you paint women. I know that the Toronto Sun did a, an article on the top ten most romantic painters of all time, and included in that article were artists like Leonardo and Botticelli and Gauguin. Renoir and Gauguin yeah, Picasso. And, and Picasso and Chavo Marquez, right? Yeah. So if we have so to talk about surprising. romantic painters, we have, have to talk about women. So why are women the predominant subject in your work? You know, I cannot separate myself of painter or the real Chavo Marquez. I am painting women because I am man. <laughs> and I'm analyzing myself, not just the, the painting of and, uh, you know, what impact a woman and, 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 and make you, how you change, how you think. The important things, same as the art. The woman move us, move us. If no woman, we are uh, you're just a fish in the tank, you know, just swimming around. We need women. The women bring us from uh, bring out from us everything. You know, I I, I watching in the geographic channel and there is animals. They actually making art. The women make uh, actually the get women, females, the animals, mm -hmm. fishes making creations. Mm -hmm. Just stand that. That is one thing. So I want to stand up, but also my goal to be happy. With that, in a normal relationship, or abnormal relationship now in that age, is no matter, but you want to be happy. You want to some, find somebody uh, to be loved and, 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 uh, and be loved. My biggest secret is the woman. Actually, they cannot understand themselves, so somebody should figure out <laughs> who they are. <laughs> that is my, my hobby, my obsession, know how they're thinking, how they're feeling, and, and I am failing, always failing. <laughs> always failing. I, I, because the woman is so complicated. Right. How you how you can control? You know, men want to control women because definitely because they are, you know, everything changing always and, and, and surprise. Women always surprise you. So you want to to to, to have you have expectation and everything, but nothing work. <laughs> the woman is so fantastic. The woman want everything. The one woman want peace. 
women want life and future. So we should listen to women. We should please the women because they are all life tower. Yes, they are. We are men. Yeah. We are. We are strange. You know. Yeah. We have so narrow minded and, uh, mm-hmm. and you know. You know. We go to the horse racing and uh, watching how the horse running and uh, the football game. The, the football go this way or that way. That is very important for us. <laughs> the woman is different. They have real problems. You know. <laughs> they want peace, family, security, fun. So everything is a woman. A woman is a fantastic creature and not the same. Everyone is different. Mm-hmm. Everyone. So I never running out the ideas and inspiration. My muses is woman. Mm-hmm. I cannot explain just 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 so, so somebody, you know, love to paint horses. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they respect mm-hmm. and wonder how beautiful creatures. I don't want to say the woman is a beautiful creature because you know they will be offended, but they are. Yeah. <laughs> well, your your women are beautiful in your paintings, but they're not just beautiful. They have a feeling of of uh, wisdom. Uh, they're, they're they're sensuous, but they're not sexual. You know, they're uh, elegant. They're sophisticated. They're intelligent. They're sensitive, and I think it's remarkable that you know when you paint portraits of, of anybody, it's difficult to sell that painting to a collector because who wants a painting of some other person yeah. in, their, in their home, portrait. right? A portrait, yeah. yeah. But for some reason, your women, because they're universal, they appeal to so many people, and so many women love your paintings. They're paintings of other women, but they still want to have them in their homes and look at them every day because I think they're a symbol of what you're talking about. You know, the beauty of women is, a, is an eternal... You know, uh, need is an eternal icon, if you will. Let's talk about your technique for a few minutes. I think um, I, a lot of our listeners I know are very are always interested in the technical side of the artist's work and you know the inside baseball kind of side of it. You just showed me some paints when I came into your room here, and you have three paints: primary, right? primary colors, one black. and one black. Yeah, so. Um, magenta, which is the red color, right? Yes. Cyan, which is a yellow, yeah. right? Yeah. And blue, right? Yes. And then black, yeah. Yes. Now, are those the paints that you make? Because I know you make a lot of your own pigments. Yes, I, I make them from dried pigment, and sometimes I make paint from the on gemstones. Mm-hmm. But uh, because I have incredible experience, I was painting Mona Lisa's for 50 cents and then commercial, 100 and 100. Mm-hmm. And that was very interesting in, in the pricing. That was, the money was not to, to you know, now uh, depreciated the, the value, but I painted in the Mona Lisa's 50 cents per piece. <laughs> and these were on, on burlap, I think you told yeah, me. Burlap. Yeah, burlap. This burlap. back in the Hungary. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I arrived, then I, I, I started thinking in mass producing commercial art, mm-hmm. and for a large, pain, large painting, I, I got $17.50. $17.50. And I said, yes. Yes, this big, is money, big money. <laughs> <laughs> so I have incredible experience. Yeah. I can and, and, and create any, any colors. Mm-hmm. And because my color is not bright colors. Mm-hmm. If you're painting a, a very bright pictures, you need a pure bright pigment. Yeah. But if you using skin colors or something, you don't need just three mm-hmm. pigments. Mm-hmm. And I can and I mix everything from the three. Mm-hmm. That is the same thing as uh, the the offset printing. They mm-hmm. using just uh, four yes. colors. Yes, cyan, magenta, um, 
blue and black, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, uh, uh, you know, I ha I have so many skills. And one time I studied the the graphic artist, and also I can print. I am I'm, you're a printer. I can I can print uh -huh. print yeah. big machine also. Yeah. So I learned that. I, I learned how how uh, the color combinations yeah. and everything. Yeah. You made your own serigraphs. You make your own etchings. Yeah. You the make lithographs. You you do everything yourself. Ceramic. Yeah. Everything. Glass and ceramic. Yeah. 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 Sculpture. I know I've yes, seen some bronze sculptures by yeah. you as well. Uh, it's amazing, I think, that you know you can take these these very simple tools and do such incredible things with them. The technique of sfumato, which is what Leonardo used, which uh, I think sfumato means smoke, because it is smoky, right? And it's about the soft changes of shadow on surfaces, mostly on the flesh and the skin. Yeah, Mori, actually, I am I am telling the people that looks like airbrush, the Renaissance airbrush. Air, Renaissance airbrush. <laughs> but you, you never use airbrush. Uh, they did not have you yeah. know, air pressure or motor <laughs> engine, but the effect uh, is the very effect similar is like, yeah, as, as, the airbrush. as the airbrush. Yeah, yeah. So that's a technique that you learned, you taught yourself basically, you try to figure out Leonardo's secrets. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I, I read lots of research oh. how he painted, and I, I, I cracked the secret. I know how he painted and uh -huh. what paint he used, uh -huh. and then I, I I read more more research and I, and I prove for myself I am right. Uh -huh. So I think so I am only artist who paint with the absolutely same material and the same techniques as Leonardo, Leonardo da Vinci. Vinci. And I want to write a book about that, uh -huh. but uh, I will not. No, you don't want to give really, <laughs> let someone else discover it. Yeah, the, next, exactly. the next generation, oh, after you're 500 gone. Years. After you're gone, let them figure it out, right? It'll be the next Chavo Marcus. Yes. Uh -huh. That's my secret. I, I, I discovered, and I'm using, and I'm very happy because incredible effects, yeah. Yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's amazing, yeah. yeah. And I know you use many, many, many layers of tra very translucent pigment built up in the glazing technique. Yeah, right? it's like yeah. color glasses. Color yeah. glasses, you putting together incredible effect. Yeah. Yeah. Leonardo use use from 10 to 13 layers. Layers, wow. I am using 20, 23, wow. sometimes, wow. not yeah. every time. Yes, yeah. sometimes when I work wrong, you know, the 20, more than 20 layers, transparent wow. layer. So you don't see the brush, uh, brush uh, mm -hmm. If you go with magnifying glass, you can see it. Mm -hmm. But because transparent Rushers is not really showing, you know, but I do that. Wow, like layers of glass. Yeah, you can see my brushes. Yeah. I, I, people I'm looking at brushes here, you, you cut them down to a certain depth, yes. a certain length. Yeah. And some very fine brushes as well that you're using. And you use some really wonderful iridescent kinds of paints and things that yeah. you incorporate into your work. And the combination of the beautiful classical face, you know, the, the Renaissance face, and then these wonderful exploding images of abstract forms and geometric elements and little uh, applications of gold foil, yes, and Art Nouveau and Art Deco, and they, they come together so beautifully. It's so hard to bring all those disparate uh, elements together, you know, and make them work and hold together, which, which you're so good at. And I think that's another thing that makes your work so contemporary. You know, you're not trying to copy the old masters. You're bringing the, the I, I idea of the old the, masters. The new energy. Yeah. yeah into the but 21st why century. I should throw out and uh, accomplishment of many, many artists who discovered incredible uh, techniques and effects, why I should throw out? I should use it. And yeah. I am using the very new elements, you know, that, uh, that uh, iridescence color. I use in actually mica. A particle that is literally flakes, mm. different sizes, mm. and this is what I'm using. Yes, you the actually, actually this is archive quality because this uh -huh. is a, that is a mineral, never fade. Right, right. It's incredible. 
So you've talked about the five elements that you discovered over many decades that are that go into making your work exceptional, and it took you many years to discover those elements. And I think that would be a nice way for us to kind of kind of circle back and, and finish up our interview. So talk about those five elements and how you discovered them and what they are. You know, the discovery is a very strong verse because that is all around this verse, and that is so simple. I just I want to hit my head. I need, I spent 40 years to discover again, you know, because so simple. But when I I tell you that five element, what I I research for myself, but people can use it for art collecting, creating art, or anything. Mm-hmm. Actually, you can do in the music what I am saying mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. You can apply with the originality, sure. creativity, yeah. good mm-hmm. quality, yeah. and and I don't want to say the magic word mm-hmm. just later. So I will start. The first is originality. Originality. Definitely people respect when you create. Create, not paint. Everybody can paint. Very few artists can really create. Mm-hmm. So the first thing is the originality. Don't copy other people's art. Don't follow the, the, the leaders. This is, don't take you anywhere. This looks like Elvis Presley impersonated thing, you know. That is nothing, you know, that is interesting, fun, but it's joke. Don't go that way. Create something, be original, find your own own voice, own style. So very important, making original, not fake, not copy. And the second things, many people making original art. They making uh, uh, using strange things to make a original artwork. But the problem is, be original and new. That is not same as magical masterpiece. You know, I was talking about people using hang, uh, animal poo and human poo and paint on dry poo. That is original because nobody did. But it's really not creative. The biggest power what the artist can have, the creativity. We should create. We are able, our finger, mind, and our brain can create. In the music or anywhere, in the literature, architecture, we should create. We should not follow. People want us to open new windows, new new, uh, uh, way, venues. They want us, they expect us, because you know why? The doctor cannot do it, just create new ways. <laughs> People die. <laughs> we should, uh, the lawyers should follow rules, the politician, everybody should follow the rules and the regulation, except as artists. Mm-hmm. Artists are the only profession that nobody wants to regulate. Sometimes they want, they, they want censored, but it's the very bad way, you know. You remember Frank Zappa was uh, fighting for the, uh, you know, the, uh, the government should not regulate the art and the music. And the uh, government really protect the, the, the artistic freedom. So use it. So the first element is the originality. But sometimes people abusing, just making something but nobody did that is not making a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. So you should be creative. The creative and originality together. When you are creative, you do something new and you should do it. The third thing is, again, go back to observe the new art. Some 
art is very accidental, but it's okay. Sometimes very beautiful artwork coming out, but you don't control it. The human not controlling, just accident, happy accident. But it's interesting. But if you 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 want want a, a progressive career, you want to control your life, not you know trust the luck or the accident. So you should learn paint. Learn your technique. You should learn draw. Mm -hmm. You should learn the method, mm -hmm. the materials. Yes. You should learn the skill. Mm -hmm. Because everybody knows what is good furniture, good good rug, good piano, a good home. You you know the quality. Mm -hmm. You should learn, master it. What you do, mm -hmm. and I try to master everything that I want to create, and that is the third things: the originality, creativity, quality. The fourth thing is lots of people making lots of different art. Everything is art. What you do is everything is art. I am not questioning. Oh, this is not art. This is the everything is art because that's communication. When you do show something, that is art. The question: What quality art? <laughs> the quality showing, mm -hmm. yeah, you know how long people will respect how how the art impact you, affected them. Yeah. So. I am not saying this is not art and that not art. So the 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 the, the fourth important things, uh, the fourth important things, is the aesthetic value, because there is two different kind of art. One when you go to the exhibition and you say, "Wow, this is interesting! Yeah, this is so exciting," and the other art that you want to 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 take your uh, back to your home and leave with that. You know, many artists just making art for museums. Mm -hmm. right. They don't don't target the the, the commercial the market. Yeah. Yeah. That is their game. You know, mm -hmm. that is their game. But usually, you know, I I love to make people happy and excited. My my market is the the normal market. I'm not saying the commercial, but we can see commercial. Commercial. You know, I can be commercial. And fine at the same time, but the commercial art is not fine art. Mm. I can co combination because because I am painting for my needs, my philosophy. But luckily, people related for that. So the, I am fine artist and commercial at the same time. Mm -hmm. Very difficult mm -hmm. to do. Very, so that's quite a balance to have yeah. maintain that balance. Yeah. So that is the 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 four things: the aesthetic, aesthetic one, beauty, you, you aesthetic the beauty, beauty yeah. because that will be in your life. Right. You know that is my my. Uh, I will tell you a sentence that is maybe not nice, but I tell my children and everything, every my friend. If you are between and surrounded flower, you start smelling as flower. Mm -hmm. If you are surrounding yourself with poop. Mm -hmm. You will smell or say poop. Yeah, or garbage. Yeah, or yeah. garbage. Yeah, that's yeah. even better words. Uh, so it's very important to create your environment. Why not you create the best of the best, the yeah. beautiful, the exciting, mm -hmm. the original, right. creative uh, environment? Because if you uh, you 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 surrounding with them, that will be your life, and your life will be be creative and original and beautiful and and high quality. Why not? 
that is our goal. We, we, we don't, we cannot control everything, you know, we cannot control the weather or many things, or we are older, but we can control our environment. So we should make the original, creative, high quality, beautiful environment. But I was missing one thing. Really, the spices, the the what making a change a art from a painting to a magic. And I spent five years to thinking and observing my my market and my collectors. What I am missing? Something I am missing. And I was one time in a uh, I had a woman show, and people came, and almost everybody said, "Wow." Wow, wow. And I said, Oh, that, that English is my second language. What is wow? <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at the dictionary. <laughs> and I did not find it. Really, there is nothing. Wow, everybody using so it looks like a, 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 a Stone Age word, you know, probably. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so then, then and I realized. There is a quality that we cannot describe. When people think, wow, that is when change a regular paint, painting to a magical masterpiece. Mm -hmm. yeah. The wow factor. Wow factor. Yeah. So originality, creativity, quality, beauty, and wow. Exactly. That's all I can say is wow. That's great, Chava. Well, thanks, Chava, for taking time to be with us today. I know our listeners are going to really enjoy this episode. Uh, if you're not familiar with Chava Marcus's work, uh, you can, of course, see it on the Park West website, which is parkwestgallery.com, and you can also visit the Park West podcast a website, which is parkwestgallery.com forward slash podcast. Chaba, thanks so much for being with us. It's my pleasure. Uh, we've been friends for many, many years now, and I savor every time we get to be together, and I look uh, forward to many more years of making great memories. Lots of fun. Lots of fun. We have a fantastic life, and uh, I really appreciate your friendship also. You know, you are always supported me, and, 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 and I need support, and I was very happy because I can develop my full potential. <laughs> Great job. Thanks again. Thank you for listening to Parkwest Gallery's Behind the Artist. To learn more about Parkwest Gallery's family of artists, visit us online at parkwestgallery.com or follow us on social media. You can subscribe to Behind the Artist on your favourite podcast app and be sure to rate and review the podcast on iTunes.